0: everyone welcome back to coffee pods really pleased to be with you for some more exciting topics and of course we're joined by wes how are you doing wes
1: i'm doing fine i can't believe it's nearly february already or is february it's just getting ridiculous Where's i know time,
0: time flies and you've been yeah. a few places haven't you you've been yeah
1: have been with uh the healing hub in east lincolnshire with a great time uh, with them and then we've just starting a hub in South Lincolnshire, at uh, least, as well. Um, mm-hmm. with some folks have come together to, uh, to to start a hub uh, in, in the Bourne area. It's just great. So it's, it's travelling all over the place, really.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. And we've got to mention, yeah. A <laughs> Northern Ireland, <Street.
1: laughs> Guys in Northern Ireland, we're coming. Whoa. Yeah,
0: super exciting. Um, so, yeah, do stay tuned because you've got lots of visits, lots of hubs under development. Um, but for now, let's focus on some of these big questions that we get into around Christian healing. Um, <laughs> let's start with this one, Wes. Um, we're going to think about what we're looking at at the Acorn Christian Healing Academy in particular. Okay. Um, you talked about obstacles to healing,
1: hmm.
0: and how Jesus deals with them, and you used the phrase, dump the junk. Yeah. So what sort of junk do we pick up?
1: Um, it's true, and we we were talking about um in the, the academy about the times when we want to pray for people, and there's something sort of in the way, you know, whether it's something from them or the situation or from us, and, and and it was just one of those things, Lisa, that interested me about um the way that Jesus goes about dealing with stuff, which is it's really interesting because some of the stuff is shaped by others, so you know you can have um, as in many of the biblical stories, Jesus will take people away or literally rope people out of uh, the situation because something's not helpful. You know, whether it's uh, an excess of emotion, whether it's an excess of, of unbelief and um, cynicism, whether it's a sense of people who are opposed to something going on, it's just all of those things. But in a sense, Start to put a brick wall up when there should be a doorway to go through, mm-hmm. um, and so it was those sort of things that started sort of just provoke me to think a little bit about the times that Jesus took people out of a situation or threw others out. Um, mm-hmm. People pick up illness as uh, almost as a badge, you know. I mean, in fact, way way back in the medieval times, um, you you didn't seek God for healing. Because sickness was regarded as suffering, and it and it showed how sincere and pious and devout you were if you endured it cheerfully without complaint. And therefore, obviously, to to go back and ask God to heal you was a sign of your lack of devotion and faith in God. Which just sounds a bit funny, but actually was true. Um, some people can uh, have illness. I mean, somebody. We're talking with the, someone they said, uh, that somebody said to them, but if you pray for me and I get healed, I'll lose my benefits. Yeah. And, you know, so in a sense, though it can sound odd, um, sometimes, you know, we can wear our illness as a badge and and it's something that we want to hang on to. Um, yeah. Habit, culture, this yeah. is the way I've always been, you know, even church cultures, you know, this is the way that we... Um, you know, we do things here, and if you're sick and you don't get healed in our way, then that's your problem. Um, and so elements like that, and of course, then there's the big one, Lisa, of doctrine. You know, the teaching that we grow up with. Um, you know, I've said before that I grew up in a church where we believed in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Bible, but not the Holy Spirit wasn't ever allowed to be at work. It's in a sense, there's a there's sort of a, a, an obstacle there that we sort of pick up. among other things so those sort
0: of things and i suppose some of them intertwine and you know i'm thinking about habit and illness in particular there's been many occasions i've been in different places whether it's a doctor's surgery i mean i was recently in a doctor's surgery where uh people just sharing and comparing their ailments and ailments (laughs) Like badges, like you, like you say, and 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 almost knowing knowing the system, the NHS system, with such pride. Yeah. Um, and I think you're right. I I can really see that being a part of today's culture is the illness.
1: Yes, it is because in fact, my friend, uh, somebody who had a lot of influence in our lives and and helped me into the ministry, he used to say this: you can either have sympathy on heat and healing, but you can't have both. You know. <laughs> And some people want you to sort of go, you oh, know, there, 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 there. Um, but actually, almost at times, the there, 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 there doesn't really help people move towards a place of expectation that God actually might do something to change the, the circumstances.
0: Yeah, very true. Yeah. And and so, you know, you said dump for the junk and you've yeah. highlighted um, being shaped by others, illness, habits and culture our doctrine and our church practice are you saying as well that you have to be a certain type of person to receive healing or or minister healing if we're dumping junk
1: i think i think you have to be in a perhaps a different mindset um i I've, i've sort of started this year with the thought of how can i live intentionally how can I live authentically and, and how can I live um, anointed all the time? I know that sounds quite strange for somebody who's supposed to be you know, an Anglican priest and supposed to have this all sussed out. But, you know, it's very easy at times isn't it, to um, to just say, well, maybe I won't be as committed or I won't be as, as passionate about this um, and everybody else seems to be OK with it. So maybe I should. And of course, as you look through some of the biblical characters, they were just totally unreasonable in their refusal to accept that the normal was the norm. Yeah. So they lived authentically, they lived intentionally, they wanted to live in that place of of the anointing. And I guess, I mean, here's a bit of junk, okay? (laughs) Uh, I came across a thing, uh, a friend, and um, they found that in their house, They had a family heirloom. It was one of those things that had been handed down. It was like this great thing. Trouble was, it was a pagan idol. Oh, right. But of course, nobody ever worked that out until somebody pointed it out from another culture and said, do you know what that is? (sighs) And of course, you know, we get used to not identifying the fact that there's been repeat family sickness Mm. you know even through other generations and and sometimes you know it's not being spooky but you look around and you think why Mm. why does this keep why is this always like this and of course then somebody points out that actually see that thing over there actually that's a pagan idol and actually once they removed it and destroyed it the situation changed wow Um, so sometimes dumping your junk dumping your junk (laughs) is quite a big thing it's not just a change of lifestyle or mm-hmm. improve yourself um and can I put another one in yeah of course you can I know this sounds terrible we're going to get people right in and say shouldn't ever say that but you know I think sometimes some church cultures aren't helpful to us yeah you know, the 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 church cultures who say you should just accept this is the way it is. You should never believe that God might make a change. Yeah. And something in me reacts about that. I I just think that doesn't sound like the Jesus I come to know.
0: Yeah, I agree. And when you said that, that made me think also of stuff like comfort and familiarity. I mean, mm. you mentioned habits, didn't you,
1: at the start as well. Yeah. Mm. And of course, people then, um, you know, we talked about wearing their sickness as a badge. It becomes their identity. Yeah. And I understand that, particularly if it's long term and if it's chronic. Absolutely. Please hear me. I understand that. But, you know, there's a guy called Aeneas in uh, the Bible. And, um, you know, uh, the apostles uh, arrive. I mean, and the, the incredible thing is that it doesn't. There's no element of doubt in their mind that Jesus is going to heal. Yeah. And I love the fact that Aeneas is open to it, you know, and 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 he could say, Well, yeah, but this is me. And actually, I, I don't ever sit with somebody and say, Oh, this is you. I say, actually, this might be your circumstance now. Yeah. Actually, this is not you. Yeah. It's different. Dump the jump.
0: Brilliant. Gosh, it's quite meaty this, isn't it? I... it? it makes you start thinking about your own life. But also just what we are also presented with when we're ministering to other people yeah um so this is super helpful it'd be great to look at a story if we may yeah yeah so we looked at gyrus didn't we um we did yeah there were five things you presented um that i just thought was super helpful can we unpack them a little bit
1: yeah uh, yeah because the, the thing, I mean, the Jairus story is interrupted by the the woman with the hemorrhage, and and that's another thing altogether. The thing that interested me about this one is what Jesus does, mm-hmm. and then what Jairus does. Okay. He's come to Jesus. He says, "Look, can you can you please come? My daughter's dying. Please come and heal her." Right. I love the fact that it's not if you can or if it's possible or you know whatever. It's please come and do this. Okay. Yeah. Now bear in mind. He's numero uno in the Jewish synagogue, right? So he's got reputation, he's got position, he's got you know, he's got to live the thing, and, and yeah. Look. And and inviting Jesus to come to his house is a big no-no. That's a, a terrible. And I, so I love the fact that one, he dumps that junk. Yeah. He says, "I'm not, you know." And and isn't it true? Most of us, well, all of us as parents, we will do anything to relieve the sickness and suffering of a child. Yeah. Our yeah. own children, you'll do anything. You will climb any mountain. My um my daughter got married. Um she was getting married, and she wanted to arrive. I know this sounds crazy, she wanted to arrive at the wedding in the new shape Renault McGann. Okay. <laughs> so um, you know, she's obviously a, 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 a young woman. She wanted to come in Renault McGann. And could we find one? Yeah. Not anywhere. So on saturday morning early of the wedding i am driving to a car hire place because i found one <laughs> to do it I, and the guy's going to drive i said you've got to come with me we left ridiculously early we found this rennet mcgann uh, you should to do it in the way on the car you know, as he was driving back he said to me how much would you have paid yeah. to get that today and i said don't ask right <laughs> like, because I would have done anything yeah. to make that. Now, put that into terms of sickness, you know, whatever. And parents will do anything. So you can understand why Jairus has done that. What he's done is, I think, the, the five things with this. One, ask the right questions. Very often with um, healing and, and you know, when other people are around, they're going to give you the the sort of the... The right sort of answers, you know. Maybe God's doing something else. Maybe this is yeah. your cross to bed and blah 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 blah. <laughs> um, which is is me in the ancient Greek saying, I don't agree with it. But, <laughs> but actually, I think one of the things is to ask God questions. God doesn't mind honest questions, Lisa. Like so. Mm. so to be able to say, God, is there anything that I you you that I can do? Is there anything that I need to do in order to help? healing flow rather than say what have I done yeah to say what can I do to help healing come
0: can I so, just interrupt yeah go on sorry does this link to what we were talking about before of God being an interventionist because what, what like how is it different me saying God what is there anything I can do to just being like God please do this
1: well uh, see, healing isn't something that God does to you it's something that he does with you Mm. so one of the things that's interesting of course is the number of times in the gospels when Jesus is healing people he's doing it with them in the sense that they are part of what's going on Mm. yes there are the occasional moment the widow of Nain's son He's clearly not involved in what is going on because he's dead. Yeah. But actually, in, in most of the time, you know, Jesus is engaging with people because it's something that, it, that we're part of with God. Yeah. So in a sense, the if you pray for somebody and they just A, believe that God is absolutely not an interventionist and he's not ever going to do anything and probably not ever going to do anything for them... And that's way, way more difficult than somebody saying, "I know that God loves me, and I know that that God wants good for me, so I'm reaching out for it." And and so, yes, it is. If you think God's an interventionist and that He's going to intervene today, you're going to be much more open. So you're going to ask better questions.
0: Thank you. It's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Talk about holding your treasure lightly, and and I was a bit naughty really because I it's not actually treasure. It's the things that we treasure yeah you know so people hold their sickness maybe too tightly they hold like jairus he could have held on to his reputation too tightly he could have said jesus could you stand outside the house and do this and not come in
0: yes yeah
1: because this might not look very good he didn't hold any of that as a more value than jesus reaching his daughter and I would say to people, you know, and we talked about it before, but I say things like, you know, don't let your church culture, don't let your friends, don't let other people, yeah, you know, dictate how this goes for you.
0: That's I've I've noticed or observed that for healing hubs, that's been like a a bit of a, a an area where life has been sort of breathed because we are so used to doing things the way either culture. Or our church culture tells us to do things and it's not to say at the hubs we're all reckless and do whatever we want but um I think there's something in in the the praying and the ministering in in the authority that we're given that actually goes slightly against our culture and our church culture as well.
1: Uh, Yeah and and in fact you're absolutely right and we do this a fair amount in the academy for February is that Um, We are used to the sort of the passive prayers of our Lord Jesus, you know, Could you could maybe think about doing Mm -hmm. this and this person deserves it. But actually, we don't get to the place because it sounds really cocky. If you say in the name of Jesus Christ, I give you the gift of your healing. Yes. And people look at you and go, who the heck do you think you are? And my answer is, I'm a servant of the most high God. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I, I absolutely, and I, I love the hubs that they are not gonna be shaped by any one particular denominational way yeah. of doing it. Yeah.
0: Also just sorry, um, this isn't the main focus of of this uh podcast, but I also just love I've I reflected recently on um in scripture, like particularly Jesus, we'll hear him say, may it be something, 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 you know, rather than uh if it's your, you know, yes, we do see if it's your will, we do see that, we do hear that. But I, I love that actually like you're saying, we can also pray in that same place of may yeah. it be, or to you know, where's receive your gift of healing? I think that's just yeah, isn't that incredible that we're a part of that?
1: Yes, and and, and you've hit on the thing, which is we are authorized mm. as disciples of Jesus to make divine pronouncements. Uh, mm. In line with the will of God on Earth, <laughs> and for it to take place. But you know, we if we wrap up our prayer in cross our fingers and hope to die, and you know, please let something nice happen. Yeah, uh, we we don't stand in the authority that we would be given.
0: Yeah, which actually leads nicely into point number three you made, which was um, to not be defined by other people's normality, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is there are times when you can think about um if I do it this way mm-hmm. some people are going to be upset yeah but actually in the end you know what's more important the the feelings of people watching or that Jesus meets the need of the person present yeah you know yeah. so I mean I, I, I story I prayed for a lady um who had lost her balance and you know I, I prayed just very simply and I said do you want to try out now I know that other people in, in the in the context would have said, "No, no, 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 no let us sit down." Yeah. You know, right, but I just said, "Do you want to, Because I wanted to, I wanted her to know that Jesus had done something for her. Yeah. And so I just she took my arm, and then we just walked up and down the aisle twice, you know, without a frame. And, oh, and now, if I if I'd sort of thought about, mm, "What's this going to look like?" You know, I might not have done it, and she might not have received what God wanted to give her.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, lovely! All right, what was your next point, Wes?
1: Well, I, I was just thinking—I was thinking on that moment when um, the servants arrive from Jairus's house and say, uh, "Is don't bother, she's dead." I mean, not cheerful news. Um, <laughs> but Jesus encourages him to hang on to the truth that God was at work, mm-hmm. even though it didn't look like it. I, yeah. And 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 the thing that has gripped me. I think God is really smart. I know this sounds a little bit obvious because he's at work all the time. He doesn't just start work when we start praying. He's already at work. It's, this is his world. Come on. <laughs> and so, so my thing is that even when it didn't look like it, God was already at work for Jairus and his daughter and mum at home. He was already getting this ready. Mm. It was just that everybody else couldn't see it.
0: Yeah.
1: And Jesus says, Jairus, hold on to this. Just hold on to this. Just believe. Come on. Um, so that's
0: something we could be doing.
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, and, and actually, I hold on to it not on the basis, Lisa, of wishful thinking. I'd really like this to happen. Mm. I hold it on to the basis of what is true about God and what is true about what he said. Mm. So hold on to that. And my last one was, I love this. It's not over till Jesus is done amazing and and of course you know they come and say jairus it's over but it wasn't over until jesus had finished <laughs> and i and i just love that and Pete, you know you might say well you know i've been prayed for by you know you could list all the names and i say okay i understand that mm-hmm. uh, the thing i love about our healing hubs lisa is that in the right sense of the word they just don't know when to quit <laughs> 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 because they know it's not over until jesus is done
0: brilliant and i love that we can end on that positive note um so as you go out and you minister and you just journey in your discipleship um remember these five points is it five one two three yes, yes. five points that wes has shared And actually, maybe even write in, let us know how it's going for you and whether these um, five truths have helped you uh, in your ministry. But we look forward to catching you at our next episode of Coffee Pods. Do head over to our website and our YouTube channel where you can find all the latest videos and resources. And perhaps we'll see you at the Acorn Christian Healing Academy. Wes, thanks for your time and we'll see you soon. Bye -bye. bye. Thank yeah. yeah.